following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. They are an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58, and the big game is happening on Sunday. Here's what you need to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up and new customers. Then can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Just use code HUGE. When you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it is a Moneyline Monday on the huge show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Big game is here on Sunday. DraftKings, official sports betting partner, Super Bowl 58. I'm still having a tough time getting into it. Oh, that was Lions, man. Not only NFC Championship, but Super Bowl ring and... Can you imagine what it'd be like right now if the Lions were in the Super Bowl? Just think about that. Don't close your eyes if you're driving. Just think about it. It is part of our Flying Ace Whiskey. Huge question of the day. Less than eight days in. Does it still hurt? Sting. You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. We also talked about Juwan Howard. I don't see how Michigan basketball gets any better with him running the program. They have to move on after this season. Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com. Latest on Michigan hoops and football. Also signing day. Two. They got the December one, and what used to be the only signing day is on Wednesday, but most of the big boy schools have that covered. Superfly and I were putting together the signing day two recruiting show. We like to update the schools. That was a disaster meeting. Yeah, they have two signing days. We'll update our audience on Michigan, Michigan State, the in-state schools where kids are going. Parents can give a shout-out where somebody has committed. Coaches can do it. We do that every year on signing day. You can always join the show, like I said, on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank of Michigan Base Bank. So that means they have a ton of locations all across the state, and your money stays here in the state in their personal and business 
banking decision makers are right here in Michigan. Everybody wins. Oh, I just can't. All these stories. I get it's a Super Bowl, but with the Lions blowing that 24-7 lead, it's killing me. Just killing me. By far the biggest sports loss of my life. Nothing's even close. Nothing. I told you last week the top five sports losses emotionally for me in my life. Lions blowing the 24-7 halftime lead. Lions 91 championship game at RFK. Getting crushed by the Redskins. Wayne Fonts was a horrible coach. Tigers 2006 and Tigers 2013 ALCS. And then when my son Ace and his eight of four Hills Eastern football team lost in the final 30 seconds, 22-14 to Grand Rapids South Christian, who went on to the state title game and lost on the last play to Harper Woods. That was a gut punch because I felt for my kid. I felt for all those players, seniors. Coaches, I, I knew what they put into that season. Their offseason is underway like a lot of programs right now. That was tough. That was a two-weeker. I think this one will be, like, longer. This might – the Tigers blowing the World Series bother me because I've always said with Leland, it's nothing personal. He left at least two World Series celebrations on the table. At least two. He did. I'm telling you. He did. I'm not going to debate that. Let's go to Brian in Grand Rapids listening on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I want to give my opinion on your uh, topic of the day. I've been a Lions fan for 55 years, and uh, we know what kind of heartache and that's all gone through. But uh, the day after, I was feeling really, really bad, and I was really down. And I have two um, a son and a daughter that are both in the military. And on that same day, uh, Sunday, three of our soldiers died in Jordan. And I think it really put it in perspective for me, you know, that while it was sad the Lions lost, this is just a game. You know, there are people that lost their lives. And I, for me, at least, and in, in my situation, it just – brought home what's really important and what what we think is important sometimes just isn't that important. And Brian, thank you so much for the perspective, and I want to thank your son and daughter for serving our country. I get it. That's why I said sports loss. I I separate that. There, There's a crushing side to your team losing, and it does nothing to even stand in the same year lifetime with a personal loss. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just talking sports loss, but uh, thank you uh, for the call and thanks to your family for protecting America. Mike and Lansing listening on the game 730 AM. You're on the huge show. Hello. Uh, um, if you touched on this, uh, I apologize. I just turned it on a few minutes ago. Um you were mentioning that you thought that U of M needs to move on from Juwan Howard. Yes. 
in in your opinion, who would be three or four candidates that you think mm-hmm. would be uh, a good choice to replace him? Uh, I'd go with uh, Fife, who was let go by Indiana because Woodson's a horrible coach. He didn't want anybody smarter than him in the locker room or at practice. Fife would be a good guy. Mm. Trying to think who else would be at top of the list. Beeline isn't going back to coach. Man, all these coaches are getting out. They really are. There aren't a lot of options. You know, would a Jay Wright want to come back? I don't think so. I, I, I got to digest that one. That's a good, great question. Thank you from Lansing. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider standing by. We're ready to talk Juwan Howard, Michigan Hoops, and also an update on Sharon Moore. Second signing day, the recruiting trail all around the country, uh, the additional coaches being added. How you doing, Chris? Doing great, Billy. Thanks. Man, uh, I don't know what to say about almost expecting Michigan to blow it in the second half now of every game they play. If they lead at halftime, you're like, <laughs> oh, it's over. Like even the state game, they shot over 60%. They're up two. Yeah. I said state will come back and win this game easily, and they did. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, the one guy on press row when Michigan was up nine at halftime uh, bet on the live money line on what you call it on uh, Rutgers and uh, and won. I think it was plus three ninety. Uh, easiest money people have ever ever made this year betting against Michigan in the second half. And um, you know what? That Michigan State game. You know, they, they it's dumb mistakes at the end of halves. They get up and then all of a sudden, you know, they start playing. YMCA ball or something, and, and they let teams right back into the game. They had 19 turnovers, Bill, 15 offensive rebounds against against Rutgers, a team that was number 300 in offensive efficiency in Ken Palm heading into the game, and I think they scored 40 points in the second half. That's unacceptable. And then you see the coach uh, starting to point fingers a little bit. He got mad at Nick Stauskas, former Michigan All-American, for pointing some fingers at the guys a couple weeks ago, uh, and then all of a sudden that's exactly – what happened on Saturday was, okay, these guys have to have pride, and he's right. But at the same time, there are so many flaws with the coaching as well that it's hard to understand fully what the problem is. But they don't they make the same mistakes on defense. Uh, these guys just don't seem to like each other or don't play well together. And part of it, you know, I'll go back to that incident with the strength coach, John Sanderson, who was beloved by many of those kids. Uh, you know, they couldn't mend fences there. He's not back with the program, and he questioned the culture. And ever since then, it seems like these guys – are kind of looking at each other and, you know, out of the side of their eyes and aren't trusting each other, and it's just a disaster. They have more talent. They have enough talent to be at least competitive in a lot of the games they're losing and to not be the last-place team in the Big Ten and, frankly, an embarrassment from where this program was several years ago. I don't see how you bring back Juwan Howard for next year, but Ward Manuel, you know, 10 days ago, nine days ago, you know, open public support for uh, Juwan. And here's Juwan, though, dealing with – from his high school days to the Fab Five to his professional playing days to being an NBA coach to his kids always doing well, he hasn't had a lot of basketball adversity in his life. And look what he's dealing with right now. I just, I'll say this honestly, and I've said it for a while, I just don't think he's a good X's and O's coach. I thought they looked better with Martelli as a head coach earlier this year when he was coming back from the medical condition. And I I believe it's just time to move on. They gave it a shot. It didn't work. And you figure out who is the right fit in Michigan. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's going to be tough, but there is no guarantee. I don't know what Ward Manuel is going to do with that chase hire. And he is a legend, right? Juwan Howard is a Michigan legend. So is he going to give him, you know, more, a little bit more leeway? I, I don't know. I don't know how you can. And, and it's a tough spot, right? Because number one, if he does, for example, come back and, and, you know, make a run next year and make the tournament, he's in the last year of his contract. So then basically he's in another prove it year. And uh, after that, so um, and playing basically for his his contract life again. So uh, to me, it just seems like the best course of action would be to say, okay, we've agreed that we're going to go our separate ways. Maybe Juwan Howard goes on to the NBA. You know, he was really you could tell how upset he was in his post game press conference and saying this stuff works and everything else, but it's not working. And he's basically had one year an outlier. Uh, every other year was you know ten and ten in the Big Ten in his first season. Uh, that got cut short by COVID. They went through a stretch where they lost four games. They started off like gangbusters, and the culture was intact, and they looked outstanding, but they faded, and then they lost three of their last four and were limping into the postseason at 19 and 12. And then, you know, you had the Elite Eight year. They were lucky to make the tournament the following year, and then the last two years have been a disaster. So this is, I mean, last place in the Big Ten at Michigan, Bill, is unacceptable. And, I mean, frankly, 10th place or 9th place in the Big Ten at a place like Michigan is borderline unacceptable. So they've got to do something here. Uh, am I confident that that's the direction they'll go? I really am not. And I can't really – I can't say for sure that that's the, what they'll do. But uh, in terms of who's next, you know, people have been talking about T.J. Otzelberger at Iowa State and Porter Moser at Oklahoma – you know what? You have to have a strong NIL program, too, to compete in this day and age, and I don't think Michigan's there either. So I think a lot of these names that are being thrown out there are just pipe dreams from the fan base. It's it's a mess right now, and it doesn't look like there's really any easy fix. And let's remember that Michigan basketball doesn't support the other sports. It would be Michigan football that does that. Let's shift gears sure. and talk about uh, Sharon Moore. Uh, your thoughts on... Uh, this quick time frame and taking over for Harbaugh, how he's done, what's the connection to high school coaches, families, and recruits, and when is he going to fill up the remaining spots on his coaching staff? Yeah, I think he's going to be uh, a great recruiter. I don't, I don't know that um, uh, you know it's going to show right away. I think there are a few things that have to happen. Number one, the NIL has to be better. Uh, and that's going to be big. And he said he's going to be at the forefront of that, and he's going to be very aggressive as a head coach on the recruiting trail. He said that's something that we absolutely need to do and that anybody who coaches well does at this level. So I fully expect him to be a better recruiter, um, number one. Uh, In terms of who his coordinators are going to be, obviously Kirk Campbell was elevated to, to offensive coordinator, which is what we were expecting. It sounds like Dylan Roney was is heading, uh, he was, really instrumental in helping coach the outside linebackers at Michigan uh, is moving on to Los Angeles with Jim Harbaugh. We thought he might be a candidate to fill the linebackers position and he's really a, a good young name. He was also at Ferris state. It's interesting how many of these guys from Ferris state and Tony Anissa's staff that Michigan has been interested in. Steve Kasula is a guy that we've heard is probably going to join the staff as the tight ends coach that's coming from uh, people close to the tight ends at Michigan. So he was also at Ferris State and was instrumental in helping them win games. Um, he's a UMass grad, I believe. So uh, it's going to be a young staff. They're going to be, I think, all of them at this point less than 42, uh, other than guys like Mike Elston, and they've got a fight to keep him. He's a defensive line coach, and we've heard that he's got an offer from Jim Harbaugh to join him. 
with the L.A. Chargers, and if Jay Harbaugh is actually going to Seattle, as we're being is being reported, then it's going to be uh, there's going to be an opening maybe for a defensive bash coach. You have to keep an eye on Steve Klingscale. So the sooner they lock these guys up, the better, because these are guys that were instrumental in this run last year, and they really need these guys as veterans on this staff, in my opinion. Uh, have they talked about any spring ball timetable in Sharon Moore's first spring season as no. head coach? Nope, nothing yet. Uh, Jim Harbaugh did say they were going to start late because of the national championship. Think about this, Bill. We're seven months away from the opener only. Wow, <laughs> it's crazy how long that yeah, how long that uh, season lasted. But uh, they are going to go a bit, little bit later, and then you're going to have to deal with the portal uh, at the end of April and hope to keep all your guys. This week's going to be about getting these kids signed to NIL deals and convincing them to stay guys like Mason Graham and Kenneth Grant on the D line. Colston Loveland is in high demand and he's uh, obviously an elite tight end. So Will Johnson is a Michigan legacy. We don't think he's going anywhere, but you're going to have to up your price for a lot of these guys and really give them some NIL opportunities that they haven't had. So uh, people are really coming out after them and with huge amounts of money and speaking to the guys at the champion circle collective. So that's really the key right now. I would expect really the spring game will probably be much later in April. It's been earlier in April these last few years, but uh, they're giving them some time off and they've got to get acclimated to the new strength coach, Justin Truss and everything else before they can really start to concentrate on spring football. Speaking of uh, the spring, you mentioned the transfer portal. The good news is there doesn't seem to be a lot of names right now that are thinking about leaving Sharon Moore's squad. Right, exactly. And um, you know what? It's But you don't know, and, and that's the thing. You just don't know until, until it all sorts itself out. So it's going to be – it's not going to be settled for a while, uh, I think, uh, but this is a, a huge week. You know, we've heard, we'd heard last week that Mike Elston was going to make a decision uh, by the end of the day on Thursday, and we're hoping that's the case and that no news is good news. He's been out on the road recruiting, but these kids, too – a lot of it depends with them on what their coaches do. So uh, that's where you got to get got to get these guys all on the same page. After it was announced that Ben Herbert was leaving, Bill, the uh, strength coach, uh, a lot of the kids were talking per our sources in the room, saying, "Look, you know, uh, we're losing all our coaches here. We got to start looking at out for ourselves a little bit, and can't be playing here at a discount anymore." So. Uh, again, it's going to be a big weekend and a, a big week really for them uh, to probably sit down with their parents. I don't think any of these kids want to leave, and they are instrumental, obviously, in what happened here in, in building the culture. But now they really have got to get theirs, and uh, there's really no excuse for it for them not to. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Uh, signing day two is Wednesday. Most of the big boy schools have their classes put together, but – uh, with a coaching change, you're trying to keep guys, work them. What's the latest on Wednesday signing day for Michigan football? Yeah, going to be quiet. Um, and they've been out trying to land some kids in the later period. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. And I think more mainly just the 2025 guys is what they're looking at now and uh, making some inroads with them. And they've done that. They've done a really nice job of um, of really getting into the schools of some top 100 kids. Uh, Tavian Banks' son is uh, somewhere in, I think it was Illinois. I put up a picture of, of the three of the coaches, and his, he's a top 100 receiver. He was a Iowa running back, uh, you know, a good one long ago and played in the NFL. But 
Um, you know, they were in his school. He's, he's a top 100 receiver, and they're shooting for the stars with a lot of these kids. Now, again, a lot of that's going to depend on NIL, Bill, as to how far they get with them. But uh, Sharon Moore has said he's going to be more aggressive, and we are seeing that on the recruiting trail. Chris, appreciate the update. We'll talk soon. Anytime. Thanks, Bill. All right, Chris Ballas, check it in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Next segment, we'll hear from Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. Get the latest on Coach Smith and Spartan football recruiting and his thoughts on Izzo and Spartan basketball. Could they make some noise in March? Comp from East Lansing next. You want to join us? Check in on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. A rough weekend for the Pistons as they drop both of their games. First on Friday night, 136-125 to 125 at home to the LA Clippers, and then yesterday, 111-99 to 99 to the Orlando Magic. The Magic game is key because here's a team with a relative similar timetable as Detroit with their two rising stars, Paula Boncaro and Franz Wagner, dominated the showcase. Boncaro went for 26-7, and seven, while the jump in German and Michigan alum Franz Wagner had a game-high 38. The Pistons were paced by their core backcourt of Caden Cunningham and Jaden Ivey, who had a combined 13-26 of 26 from the field, 3-7 of seven from 3 for 38 points together. The Pistons are back in action on Wednesday night at 10 p.m. in Sacramento against the Kings. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino. The sharp-dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. 
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. In a moment, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMike.com, the MSU insider, will join us. Down to the last two days for you to text DraftKings. One word to 21,000. We're giving away $1,000 on Wednesday. You can wager on the big game. This will be for those who haven't signed up yet for DraftKings. Just text DraftKings. One word to 21000. We'll announce that winner and notify them on Wednesday. Text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. We'll get an update on Michigan State basketball and football. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee. Guess sign. How you doing, Comp? Hey, Bill. Great to be with you. Thank you. All right. Uh, Izzo and the Spartans, if they can find out uh, a way to put together more consistency in game, I I think they could be a possible Sweet 16 team this year. I really do, if they can just find that consistency. They are trending in that possible direction. At this time last year on your show, I was predicting that that would – I thought that they had that in them when it seemed extremely unlikely. Now, Joey Hauser was a big reason for that, a big reason for my positive outlook on, on what they were capable of. Um. This year, I'm I'm less uh, I'm less optimistic, but some of that pessimism um, is going away. It's deteriorating in a positive way, and if they play well and beat Minnesota on the road, that would be another step in the right direction. Um, I agree with you that they've got a chance. You know, and last year the college basketball tournament, there were just so many random outcomes, and it ended up with. San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, and the Miami Hurricanes in the Final Four. Nobody saw that coming. Um, you know, Purdue losing in the first round to Fairleigh Dickinson. More things like that could happen this year. Just the nature of the sport. And if that's the nature of the sport, if Michigan State gets some positive matchups, sure, they can be dangerous. And there are not many coaches around the country that want to get matched up with Tom Izzo in the second round or have him anywhere near their bracket. Now, that being said, last year in the second round, Michigan State played a team like Marquette. Marquette had beaten UConn in the Big East tournament just a few days earlier. UConn ended up winning the national title. Marquette was one of the best teams in the country. They might have beaten UConn again. They were a national championship contender. Michigan State beat them in the second round. One year earlier, Michigan State played Duke in the second round. Michigan State was leading by five, five minutes to go, ended up losing that game. The question is, can this Michigan State team become good enough to beat a Marquette type of team as they were last year or Duke of two years ago. I'm not sure they are there yet. In the meantime, if they can sock away more wins, they might get a more favorable seed. 
where they can maybe avoid a team like that for another round. But uh, they've, they've, got, they've got some more games to win in order to ensure that they're going to the NCAA tournament. But it sure creates some intrigue here in early February that Michigan State might be able to uh, get a surge going here, Bill. I kind of feel the surge. I really do. They just got to watch some of these uh, slow starts that have killed the team uh, most of the season when they were playing bad. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU insider. Check it in on the roast umber coffee. Uh, guess I'm uh, update on Coach Smith. Michigan State football, I know the second signing day on Wednesday isn't as big for the big boy schools, but with the new coaching staff, with new coaches on the recruiting trail, with a lot of guys coming in from the West Coast, uh, what can Spartan fans expect on Wednesday? They might get another commitment here tonight. Keep an eye on SpartanMag.com. You know, Michigan State looks like they're making uh, progress towards signing four more players on Wednesday here in the late signing day with, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're still working on Jaden Walker. I'm not sure if they'll be able to get him or not. Linebacker from uh, Portage Northern. It's between Michigan State and USC. He visited Michigan State again a week and a half ago, and Michigan State made up some ground. We will wait and see which way that one is trending. So that kid from Portage, Portage uh, Michigan, is an interesting one. Michigan State has a commitment from Jalen Brown, six foot four wide receiver from Nacogdoches, Texas. An interesting one out of Texas. He will be signing on Wednesday. Michigan State continues to battle for um, uh, Mike Shun Beeler, a defensive lineman from Chicago, Simeon. He might be committing to Michigan State tonight. Keep an eye on SpartanMag.com for that one. And uh, probably maybe the, the most important one, defensive tackle, Dimitri Nicholas. Miami Norland High School had previously been committed to Auburn, did not sign in December, became available. A guy that's a good-looking defensive tackle, Bill, and, and the football gods do not make a lot of defensive tackles. This guy's a pretty good prospect. They need defensive tackles because Mel Tucker did not recruit very well at the defensive tackle position. Hard to find players at that position. Dimitri Nicholas would be an interesting one, a good one for Michigan State to help uh, replenish, begin to replenish that talent pool at defensive tackle out of Miami. Keep an eye on that one for this Wednesday. How big is he? He's about 6'3", 300. Wow. He looks like a defensive tackle. You know what? You know, I'm not Gil Brandt when it comes to evaluating talent by any means, but when I look at Demetri Nicholas, I look at him. Big guy, you know, defensive tackle. Looks like a defensive tackle. Auburn wanted him. Uh, Michigan State turned over a lot of rocks, got in on him. They've got a chance at him. When I look at his film, if he, were, if he were in the state of Michigan, Bill, I think he'd be one of the top 20 players in the state of Michigan. And you look at the top 30 in the state of Michigan this year, there's no defensive tackles in there. That's why they're so valuable. There, there's not many of them. This would be an, uh, an important one for Michigan State. You know, coming down the stretch in December, Michigan State tried to flip a defensive tackle from Ohio who ended up staying with the University of Pittsburgh. That would have been a good one, but that one didn't come through. They're going after this kid from Miami, Demetrius Nicholas. Keep an eye on him for Wednesday as Michigan State continues to try to uh, lay building blocks to get the program back on track. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU insider, joining us on the Roast Humber Coffee guest on. Yeah, so normally for the big schools, the second signing day is quiet, but for a new coaching staff, uh, this is a very important day uh, to launch year one for Coach Smith. You're exactly right. You know, Michigan State's trying to replenish that roster. 
and they've got work to do, and they've, they've made some progress. They've kept a lot of the players that initially went into the portal. They've got nine or ten interesting ones coming out of the portal, including three from Oregon State. A defensive end from Middle Tennessee State, who is second team all-conference USA. Not saying he's a world beater, but Michigan State needs those kind, those kind of um, proven college-level football players rather than you know former four-star sophomores that were third string at other at other schools that didn't quite make it elsewhere. So it's a it's a it's a mixture. You know, Michigan State has Aiden Childs coming in, true sophomore from Oregon State, all kinds of talent. Former four-star out of California, he got some quality playing time last year at Oregon State. He's going to be an intriguing one to watch. A lot of talent. One of the more talented young quarterbacks that's come through Michigan State in several years. We'll see whether or not he can hit the curveball, meaning can he get it done every single snap at this level? He's got a lot of talent. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I was looking at the Michigan Prep Red Zone 2025 State of Michigan high school football rankings. Bryce Underwood, who has committed to LSU, is number one out of Belleville. And A. Simonson is number 59, the offensive lineman from A to Forest Hills Eastern. And the number 16 offensive lineman in the state of Michigan. So that's a little proud dad love there at the end of our conversation, Comp. I'm going to check that out. That's awesome. Yeah, he's uh, – no, he uh, – I can't list the schools or talk about him right now, but yeah. he's a late bloomer. He hit that radar uh, postseason on that list and – I'll tell you, when I got that list from Michigan Prep Red Zone, or I saw it on Twitter, and I see Bryce Underwood at one, and I think about that dude just the best stud in America, and Uh I see Ace at 59, overall football player for class of 2025, and see him at the 16th ranked lineman. I think every lineman in front of him, almost every lineman in front of him, I think, has D1 or high D2 uh, commitments already. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that's, that's terrific. And you, you know what? Um, there are, hey, in the state of Michigan, for some reason, those guys that are ranked outside of the top 30, every year there's five or six that really bloom. I mean, that's, that's how Ferris State and Grand Valley State win national championships. And that's why the NFL has a lot of guys from the state of Michigan that did not go to Power 5 schools. State of Michigan, there's secrets in this state and uh, your guy might be one of them. We'll see. He works hard. You know, I will. I can't list all the schools right now, but uh, some coaches, you know, ask to be quiet about it. But there is a lot of behind-the-scenes interest. He got invited to the Rivals Indie Camp uh, May 19th and the Under Armour Camp in Columbus. So those are two pretty good signals. Yeah, that's great. And, and uh, I would suggest going to some college camps, too, to make sure that college coaches get to see – him work on their field and they can work on him there and, and, and see what he's all about. That's outstanding. That's exciting. Yeah, he's 6'2", 290. Uh, uh-huh. Bench is like 340, squats 500, deadlift 600. So And quick. He's quick for a big guy. I know some schools are going back and forth. Are we going to look at him as a possible D-tackle? Because if you're 6'2", 290 now and they put you in a college weight program and he's 315, 320 and can move, Mm-hmm. which he can. So it's exciting, man. It's his hard work. I'm just a proud dad, and he has put in really four incredible years of hard work with power strength training systems, and they do NFL combine. He does 24 weeks of that, and he is just – he's put the work in, man. Pays off, and he – you know, he's getting – you know, what's what's interesting, Comp, 
is he's getting noticed by so many schools outside of Michigan. So that's kind of that's kind of crazy. But you know, I'm cool with it, and he's happy, and it's a good pace right now to everything. It's not overwhelming him, and he's kind of enjoying the ride, right? That's great. I love it. Yeah, love it. I'll keep you posted. I'll keep an eye on him. I'll, I'll keep. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep a post uh, when you when you rip him on a tweet. I'll have to fire back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, buddy. It won't happen. I right, know, man. buddy. Thanks a lot. Take yeah. care. It is, it is okay, kind of cool. You. Uh, thank you, Comp. It is when I looked at that list and you see Bryce Underwood and you see some of those names, like what he said, that top thirty, which are Detroit East Side, the big studs, right? And then you see Ace at fifty nine. You're like, damn, how many kids are playing high school? So I'm proud of his hard work, man. 3.8 in the classroom, treats people right, loves his teammates, loves his coaches. The lessons learned have nothing to do with how big or how far you go. And as a lot of coaches tell me, sometimes you're better off or sometimes you're better off being off the radar because then when you hit, they're like, where'd this guy come from, right? And they got they had a great season last year, eight and three, two home playoff games, lost last second to Grand Rapids South Christian, who lost in the state finals on the last play. And I think fifteen starters back. So we'll see what happens. It'll be fun. I don't have to tell him too much. I don't we don't talk football a lot at all. Yeah, he'll he'll thank me for you know, kind of, I'm guiding him, but I, I, I'm not going on his visits. I'll probably go to the Midwest Combine in Indy and the Under Armour thing just to see him. So you give your kids a real – I think as parents, I'll say this. As parents, you've got to be realistic on how where, you're, where your kid fits in. You have to. Or you're just setting them up to fail. Just got to look at and – and I've leaned on a lot of people I know who have played in the NFL, coached at the highest levels, and I asked them for their their analysis of Ace, not as my son, just as a player. And I haven't heard a lot of negatives. He's quick. He's mean on the field. Kind of like me, man. When the mic comes on, I get mean. Superfly. Superfly's going, were you trying to get Comp to get Michigan State to give him an offer on Wednesday? Can it? He'll be next year. He'll be next December, next. I'm not, I wasn't looking at that. When he when he brought up the top 30 in the state, I thought, well, wait a minute. Ace in Michigan Prep Red Zone is number 59 overall player. That's pretty cool just to be on that list. That's all. There are some great football players in this state. I've watched it. I see some of the kids working out at Power Strength. I look at Ethan Carter out of Hudsonville, linebacker, Superfly. He's taking a visit to Alabama over the weekend. Tweeting out his photos in the Alabama gear. Man. I'm like, that's Hudsonville. It's the home of John Vanderwall. You got the John Vanderwall Baseball Museum and Oil Change right off of 96. You can't miss it. So the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
Great shot. Get ready for a fantastic season of golf at the West Michigan Golf Show. Look for amazing deals on the newest equipment and apparel. Discover local courses and golf getaways throughout Michigan and the U.S. Play the Hole Out Challenge, Closest to Pin Contest, and $10,000 Long Putt. Junior golfers get in free and play the Family Fun Zone. The Golf Show, coming February 9 through 11, DeVos Place, Grand Rapids. Special price Friday tickets at WestMichiganGolfShow.com. Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'll be broadcasting live from DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. The West Michigan Golf Show is back Friday through Sunday, and I'll be doing a huge long drive contest at the Long Drive Simulator hosted by Event Swings. Anyone who beats my drive will qualify to win an overnight stay and golf for four at the world-famous Tullymore Golf Resort. If you can beat my huge drive this weekend at the West Michigan Michigan Golf Show in downtown GR. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle. Anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits in that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Flying Ace exists at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. Get everything you need for the big game with just one stop at Meyer. Kick off the party with buy one fresh from Meyer family pack chicken wings for $2.99 per pound and get one Frederick's by Meyer wing sauce free. Pick up extra large avocados for 99 cents each. Meyer party size chips for $2.99 and buy one get one 40% off Meyer meatballs. Plus, DiGiorno pizza is just $4.99. Everything for the big game is easy to get with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. And if you're a new customer who downloads the DraftKings Sportsbook app and uses code HUGE, you can bet 5 bucks on the Super Bowl Sunday and get 200 
and free bets instantly. Also, if you're a new customer, text DraftKings, one word to 21000, and you will be in the drawing Wednesday for $1,000 in cash to bet on the big game. This is for new customers only who haven't signed up. Text DraftKings, one word, to 21000, and you can be a winner. Oh, speaking of winners, Superfly did remind me, we need another caller 14. Urban U, Michigan's favorite med spa with locations in Northville 3 in the Grand Rapids metro area. They're giving away a couples package for Valentine's Day. You can use it anytime you want to. You'll get a skin facial and a skin revive for you and the one you love. We're taking caller 14 every day until Valentine's Day. So caller 14 right now on 866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE. You'll be in the drawing for a package that I think is worth $1,600. Also, if you're looking for the perfect Valentine's Day gifts for that lady or guy in your life, go to TheUrbanU.com. That's TheUrbanU.com. Big. Bad. Huge.